0: Welcome to the University of Birmingham's Fantastic Research and Where to Find It series. Each episode will feature two experts discussing areas of their research that relate to subjects explored in the films based on the work of author J.K. Rowling. Today's episode will feature experts from the Department of English Language and Linguistics, and they will be discussing if there is a quality in the world of witches and wizards.
1: I'm Michaela Malberg, I'm professor of corpus linguistics, so being a corpus linguist means I use large collections of computer-readable texts to analyze patterns in language.
2: My name is Anna Chermakova and I am a corpus linguist as well and I work with Michaela Malberg on a project that is called GLER and it's an EU-funded project. And the GLER project looks at gendered language in children's literature. We study how children's literature talks about girls and boys, women and men, and society in general, uh, that is represented in children's literature.
1: Children's literature is really an early source of cultural knowledge, so norms, values and assumptions about society. The stories in these texts are a crucial means by which children learn about gendered concepts or behaviours and structures more widely. The way in which language changes and the way stories are told differently over time also gives us insights into how the world changes, really.
2: We look especially at the people who populate the children's books or how are these fictional people linguistically constructed. And although fiction cannot be taken as a record of the real world, fictional and real worlds have many things in common and one of the things they have in common is language. And this link, especially how child readers experience this link, is one of the things which is underexplored, and we're looking at this, how this works.
1: Children's books are clearly very influential, some probably more than others, but J.K. Rowling is a case in point. She did not only sell lots of copies of Harry Potter, she's also contributing to making children read more. Another thing is that she really has had an impact on shaping the meanings of specific words. So the pair witch and wizard is a good example. So Rowling's world of magic is highly appealing to today's children.
2: Rowling's fantasy world is in many ways similar to the real world. It has schools, ministries, prisons, pubs, shops, newspapers, that something children relate to. Uh, And the witches and wizards are in many ways described like real people. Uh, Rowling describes them as black-haired, blond, elderly, plump and young and
1: the men are described like balding, handsome or red-nosed wizards. So that's just like in the real world and yeah also witches and wizards are evaluated how well they have done, the abilities they have and how good they are at stuff.
2: Yes, witches in Rowling's world are extraordinarily clever, gifted, good, great and skilled. Um, but it seems that just like in the real world, the supreme power lies with the men, with the wizards, because wizards are dark, outstanding, great, greatest, and powerful. Uh, we can also see the wizard authority in the way how the word wizard is used as an adjective. We have
1: wizard law, money, point Or, or things like prison, or even as wizard chess.
2: Yes, but the same form. Uh, for which we can get only witch weekly.
1: And that wasn't a women's magazine, was it?
2: <laughs> but even though Rowling's world is in terms of gender as unequal as is ours, by creating both good and bad witches and wizards, Rowling has done one important thing. She has redefined the word witch for today's children. It does not anymore come with the associations of evil, wicked women that does witchcraft and dark magic. But it has a much wider and at the same time much more normalized range.
1: Yeah, and that normalized range is exactly what's important for what we want to do with our GLARE project because we really want to contribute to the discourse on gender and raise awareness of how we reinforce or change social structures. Through language, so what is actually normal in the way we talk about gender. But there's obviously really a long term goal, and um, we want to reach out to a much wider community beyond academia so parents, children, children's book authors, and publishers.
2: And in this respect, we have been very lucky and I'm very pleased about that because we also cooperate with Robin Stevens, the best-selling author of children's mystery books. And when we got in touch with Robin, she immediately acknowledged the importance of the GLARE project and she lets us work with her text. And uh, we have been been discussing with Robin how phrases that make comparisons between boys and girls can be really harmful. Um, Robin has written a blog for us.
1: Oh, that was a really good one, yeah.
2: And yeah, and uh, I'd like to quote from, from that because I think it's really relevant. Uh, she says, For each clever, fearless, funny literary heroine, there are usually two or three heroes. Girls are hopelessly, helplessly outnumbered in books, and very often, brilliant as they are, they are only given the role of the sidekick in a male character story. Hermione is literally extraordinary, but it's her job to help the rather less obviously marvellous Harry triumph over his enemies. Isn't it so?
1: Typical, yeah. And what we, we really learn from this is, I mean, I really like this point that Robin reminds us, stories matter. So stories are really a way of, she said something about understanding our response to frightening events in the world. And even if we're not dealing with anything that is frightening, stories are a way of engaging with reality in a safe space. So in stories, we can also imagine our individual future. Uh, Especially children can think of themselves in roles that may conform to gender stereotypes, but also they can see themselves as characters that do new and amazing things, which might not generally be possible within uh, standard structures. But... Girls could then, for instance, see themselves as princesses or they could see themselves as astronauts or computer scientists. Again, language here has a really crucial role to play because the stories in children's books are not real. Okay? But the language that tells them very much is. And so language might help children to create a new reality as they grow up.
2: So I think it's important we look at these texts and see what our children read and how they understand that.
0: Thank you to Professor Michaela Malberg and Dr. Anna Chermakova for that fantastic insight into your research. For more fantastic research and where to find it at the University of Birmingham, visit our website at www.birmingham.ac.uk forward slash fantastic research. I think the main impact of our
2: research is in our contribution to the general discourse on gender. It is about raising awareness of how powerful tool language is. It is important to become aware of stereotypical language use that reinforces the division of the world in terms of gender. It is equally important to be aware of the historical developments, why we say things we do and where they come from.